Today's scripture is from John 2, verses 13 through 22. The cleansing of the temple. The Passover of the Jews was near, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple he found people selling cattle, sheep, and doves, and the money changers seated at their tables. Making a whip of cords, he drove all of them out of the temple, both the sheep and the cattle. He also poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. He told those who were selling the doves, take these things out of here. Stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples remembered that it was written, zeal for your house will consume me. The Jews then said to him, what sign can you show us for doing this? And Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews then said, This temple has been under construction for 46 years, and you will raise it up in three days? But he was speaking of the temple of his body. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Lord, make us angry. Make us fiery mad. Consume us with rage so we can glorify your name. Amen. Did that prayer sound a little strange to you? It absolutely fits the scripture we heard today. What makes you angry? You know my favorite example? When someone cuts you off in traffic, does that make your blood boil? Here's the next question. How about when someone cuts someone else off? in traffic. Does that make you angry? When there's a hundred people standing in line and only two registers are open? Does that make you angry? Okay, let's try this one. Most of the world's population lives on less than two dollars a day. And here in the U.S., we throw away 60 million tons of food, 120 billion pounds a year. That's $218 billion thrown into a landfill every year. That's 40% of our nation's food in the trash. And these are the low estimates. I mean, think about it for a minute. We throw away 40% of our country's food while 54 million Americans are going hungry. 18 million of whom are children. Does that make you angry? Very upsetting. That's not even close, Peggy. 
Do you get mad when the power goes out? And you are forced to miss the cliffhanger ending of your favorite TV show? Dallas was complaining all week the power went out. He doesn't know if that person got a rose or not. (laughs) Does it make you mad to know that two-thirds of the world's population has no electricity for any TV show and no TV anyway? When you signed up for a COVID vaccine, if you signed up, how did you do it? Computer? That's how we did it. No computer, no electricity, no sign-up. No refrigeration during transport, no refrigeration to store the vaccine. Sissy and I parked our our cars walked into the building, got our shots, and then we went out and got something to eat. How many of you did the same thing? Did you hear what I just told you? Because we're talking about people probably with no car, no refrigeration, no vaccine, and no going out to eat. And we do it so casually. Does that make you mad? The things that we take for granted that most of the world can't, do those things make you angry? Franklin Graham, yes, Billy Graham's son, visited a camp which held nationals from Kuwait. These people had traveled for days across the hot desert in buses. Franklin noticed a woman who looked very distressed, and she had several small children around her. Talking with her, he discovered that she had given birth to a baby just three days before she and her family were evacuated. Does that make you angry? Supplies she brought to care for the baby were gone. So this newborn was dirty and smelly. Does that make you angry? Franklin was able to help this mother get more supplies, and he also saw to it that she received medical attention. I don't know about you, I get mad over all those irritating, unsolicited phone calls and texts that we get, usually when I've just sat down to eat, telling me how I can't possibly live another day without the product they happen to be selling. You know, they they are always calling, wanting to sell gutters or house cleaning or wanting to sell the house. And I said, I'm not retiring yet, but call me the year I'm retiring. I'll be happy to sell this house. It's not mine. (laughs) And Sissy's real good. She'll keep them on the phone for a while, and then 
she'll say, oh, by the way, does it matter that we don't live in our own home? Click. It's maddening. Martin Luther used to say, when I am angry, I preach well and I pray better. A young officer received the Congressional Medal of Honor because when the battle looked hopeless and his men were driven back and there seemed to be no way out, he waged what his superiors called a one-man war. war. When asked how he did it, he said, I just got mad. Today, in very dramatic fashion, we are reminded that Jesus, the Lamb of God, is also Jesus, the Lion of Judah. It's a big surprise. Cracking a whip, flipping tables, screaming insults at those who were turning the house of God into a den of thieves... And this is the man of whom we sing away in a manger every Christmas? That's a huge surprise. But it's not the first time Jesus got mad. Jesus got mad at Simon Peter and called him Satan. He compared the super-religious to whitewashed tombs. Jesus got angry at the moneylenders. Is Jesus showing that the greatest sin you and I commit is that we don't get angry enough sometimes or over the things that truly deserve our wrath? There are places in our lives there are inequities and injustices in our world that deserve our anger. Situations so bad that it would be sinful not to get angry. When the weak are trampled on, when children are abused, where people take advantage of the poor and the homeless are neglected, Sometimes the greatest sin we can commit is not getting angry. And that truly is a big surprise. Jesus brings a whip to the temple. He scatters coins and drives people and cattle and all manner of animals out of the courtyard. Doesn't the Bible say that the body is the temple of God? Are these verses telling us to get so angry with the evil, the sin within us, that we need to do something about it? Take a whip to it. Run it off. Get it out of our lives because our sin makes us angry. When someone hears a sermon like this, and they're too busy making excuses, for why these things exist, instead of hearing 
the fact that we should be angry. And there is no justification for these things. That makes me angry. What makes you angry? Amen.